The girl who waited. Come here, you. Funny. I thought if you could hear me, I could hang on somehow. And you won't even remember me. Well, you remember me a little. I'll be a story in your head. We're all stories in the end. Just make it a good one, eh? Because it was, you know. It was the best. The daft old man who stole a magic box. Pandora's box with all the worst things in the world. That was my favorite book when I was a kid. It's already opening. What could you possibly be? Everything that ever hated you is coming here tonight. You can't do this. You can't even fight him. Who, who are you? Hello, Amy. Hello again. Hello. You died. You died and then you were erased from time. You didn't just die. You were never born at all. You never existed. How can you be here? Plastic Romans. Now, the question of the hour is, who's got Pandorica? Answer, I do. Next question, who's coming to take it from me? The Pandorica is ready! Ready for what? No plan, no backup, no weapons worth a damn. Oh, and something else I don't have. Anything to lose. Ready for you. If you're sitting up there in your silly little spaceship with all your silly little guns, and you've got any plans on taking the Pandorica tonight? No. All reality is threatened. All universes will be deleted. We will save the universe from you! Just remember who's standing in your way. The Doctor will destroy the universe. No, no. Universe is collapsing. We don't have much time left. The Doctor will be the heart of the explosion. All memory of him will be purged from the universe. How could I just forget? Nothing is ever forgotten. Not really. There's someone missing. Someone important. Someone so, so important. When I was a kid, I had an imaginary friend. The Raggedy Doctor. My Raggedy Doctor. He wasn't imaginary. He was real. I remember! Raggedy Man, I remember you, and you are life for my wedding! It's from the Doctor. What does it say? Geronimo. Remember! Every black day I ever stopped you! Dream about that box. And then! And then! Big and little at the same time. Do the smart thing! And the bluest blue. Let somebody else try first. I escape. Brilliant. Nothing when I do that. Hello, Geronimo, and welcome to the podcast. It's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. It's Who Do You Think You Are? Our Doctor Who retrospective here on Best Film Ever. I'm Ethan. And my name's Ian. And from. I totally forgot we changed it from Alonzi. Yeah. Yeah. I got halfway through and I was like, oh. can I do this in one breath? No, I can't. Oh, that that Geronimo like throws my breath control now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, quite, but no, we're here coming to cover. up with original with original yeah. original call lines and sound bites that the yeah. audience can hang on to. I'm <laughs> I'm 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 working on that myself. Yeah. We are here to cover a, a behemoth of an episode because we're covering the series five two-part finale of the Pandora opens and the big mm. bang but also i i made the mistake of timing this episode to come out just after i went to time fracture well, hang and, on uh, hang on before the pandorica opens yeah there i'm gonna need that to get through this because <laughs> yeah we we got we, a long one we much like the pandorica itself we got a big in to get through today so yeah oh god there's there's so much my notes are terrifying so, like i get i gave up <laughs> Let me know if I'm saying this correctly. You went to yeah. Doctor Who Time Fracture. Yes. Okay. Apt, apt, apt for, you know, filling oh, yeah. the, fill the cracks, if you will. It was it was perfect because 
Doctor Who time fracture, for those who don't know, or just like I didn't really explain it well, is a interactive theater um, production in London uh, around Bond Street where you get to be in your own two and a half hour Doctor Who episode, really, to do with cracks in time because of uh, to link into the whole Time Lord Victorious um, story from uh, 2019, 2020. So, Waters of Mars happens. And it causes this. So time has been fractured and unit are investigating it. And the doctor themselves have uh, written a load of names of people with specific sets of skills to fix the time fracture. And if you go, you're one of them. And I went and I was one of them. And my skills were Shakespeare, it turned out. Oh, really? Is that right? Yeah. There was a point where I was like, oh, you need to know Shakespeare. I was like, my time's come. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> But no, it, it was absolutely fantastic. It was um, uh, a 30 cast performance with people acting every single second. Imagine an escape room, essentially, but with uh, a much bigger budget and music and Daleks and all this kind of stuff. And you can dress up. And I dressed up as a raggedy doctor from 11th hour. And I genuinely think because I dressed up, I had more interactions and more fun. Oh, very nice. Because I, I did have to go by myself. My partner was quarantining, so I, I got to venture oh. and do a journey alone. And that was, I was worried. But even if you're just by yourself, you have a fantastic time because they put you into groups of people. So my group was with um, someone who, uh, like an actor who was saying, okay, you need to do this, this, and this. And these people, the only ones you can trust. So you already have like a sense of community with everyone you need, you need to interact with. Yeah, And it's, it's brilliant. Uh, it's uh, 17 different locations over the course of two hours with 13 plot lines that you could take part in. Trying to think. I think the group did something like this uh, for George's birthday a few years ago. I think we did like an Alice in Wonderland thing where it was very similar. You got put into groups and Liam was very scared that I might be taken from him. <laughs> And at one point, someone got taken and he grabbed my arm and said, don't you leave me. Ah, <laughs> oh, that would be why it's by the same company that did it. Is it really? Yeah, Immersive Entertainment, uh, who are also doing a uh, Great Gatsby uh, immersive experience right next door, which I think was a really, really weird thing to see. I think they're really clever. They obviously realize who yeah. has these passionate fandoms and yeah. tailor an experience for them. So, okay, excellent. Good. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. Um, the The performers were brilliant. You can tell they really care about Doctor Who. Like they were throwing references to loads of different costumes. There was some. There was a couple dressed as uh, the Seventh Doctor and Perry, and they have real deep cuts in their stories that I was like, oh, okay, this character or this reference. Like in the queue, there is a reference to Malcolm from the Planet of the Dead, the character played by Lee Evans. <laughs> Oh wow! Like they they went really deep with all of this stuff, and it was incredible to see because I I didn't experience everything because it's thirteen uh, thirteen storylines. I was part of maybe two. Oh, certainly, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, when we went for the for the Alice one, um, Georgia and another mutual friend of ours um, were taking the other direction, and so we were mm. sharing stories afterwards of what they experienced versus what we experienced, and there were totally unique stops and spots. So the 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 thing is, therefore, it's got you have a reason to go again. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm going to go again wow. so that my partner can, act, can actually do it because uh, today, they, they had like a 75% off thing. So I was like, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. The, it, it's worth the price, but it was that thing of I chose a real Donna Noble moment of I went right. I could have cho- chose to turn left or turn right at the beginning. And by turning right, yep. I changed the entire course of my journey. Yep. Yep. So if I turned left, I would have started in a whole new place, would have seen all these different characters, but instead I got to vibe with the sisterhood of Khan and the Kablam man and all these kind of things. It's, it's so cool. And the fact that these storylines actually sort of work in tandem, everything I did affected the story in a sense, but everything everyone else did also affected what I did. So without it giving, so cool. without giving too many spoilers, because we do have some, yeah. some British listeners who might be, you know, fairly London centric might, might want to, yeah. uh, check this sucker out i mean we traditionally at the end of an episode give things a rating out of 10 what what would you sort of rate your experience at time fracture out of 10 oh see i i would go with just like for the whole as the thing as a whole a a 10 out of 10 you have you you have because it's so it's so masterfully done everyone is acting and there's this overlap that works well to understand you've got these two acts the first act is a butterfly effect of everything else. You get to go down all these different paths and interact with other characters and also the guests. You have your interval, which is set on the on a, on a cool spaceship with some space aliens singing. But even in your interval, you're still in the story and things around you are still in motion. So for my interval, while all these people are having a drink, watching the performance of like the, the singers, I'm still taking part in the story and mm. affecting the outcome. And then the, the, the second, the second act is just phenomenal. Like if, if you liked some great uh, monsters, uh, if you've ever wanted to experience uh, real life weeping angels, you just, it's, this is a doctor who fans dream. Like I, 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 I had a I had a little cry at points as well. Like I really I really felt part of it. And, and let's leave some stuff up for yeah. anybody who's going to go out there. Um, oh yeah, a couple surprises left in the canon. So there are so many. Let let me just tell you that, or let me stop you from telling them that. Oh there we are. Yeah. So um, you want to talk about all those creatures and then some? Um, <laughs> I th- I think we 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 need to 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 pivot to to our yeah. our, our, our double header today. Yeah, with the Pandorica opens and the Big Bang, the, the an episode which, well, a two part episode which, if I'm going to be honest, has a lot to do, and is people who have covered two episodes of that entire series. Holy shit! Is there some catch up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we didn't miss that much. I mean, I think yeah. all that happened was in between after Vincent, it's just the lodger, and then I think we're here. Yeah, yeah, but it's just between the eleventh uh, uh, hour and over here, we've there's not even loads. It's just it's a nice uh, reference thing of oh, I know that this is how every story interlinks. And with that, I'm gonna jump straight in because we have a lot with uh, opening in France in 1819 with friend Vincent Van Gogh from last episode, oh. and he's he's crying, he's, he's not screaming, doing well. he's doing really poorly, and uh, he's. He's uh he's got a new painting, and the people the the doctors looking after him are like oh it's even worse than the last one, and, and we and, still and, can't and, see and we just it get re- it's kept from us so it, it creates an yeah. enigma which is really nice. 
And yeah. you can sort of suss out. It's going to have some sort of payoff. Now, what it'll be, we don't yeah. know exactly. And, of course, we opened with the shot of the sunflowers with for Amy or to mm. Amy, whichever one it is, on, oh, the, yeah, it was on the bowl itself. So uh, really appreciated. I dig it when Moffat thinks far ahead and has the whole series yeah. in his mind. And this is Moffat maybe at the peak of his game. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Appreciated that. And then immediately after that, we go to the cabinet war rooms in 1941, where we get to see Professor Bracewell from the Victory of the Daleks episode, more human than robot now, finally, looking at the same uh, painting saying to Winston Churchill from the same episode, oh, there's something up. I think this is a message that you're not supposed to understand, but to give to someone else. And then we go straight to the Stormcage facility way in the future with River Song, our first proper River Song appearance as well. On the pod. Yeah, if there was yeah. one if there was one regret I had watching this, it was that we didn't have unfortunately time for uh, is it Silence in the Library? Yeah, yeah. Silence in the Library was th- the main reason because I included a lot of audio from that from that episode yeah. in um in like one of the episodes earlier so I could like atone for my sins. Yeah. But it's but something has to go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, River gets a phone call uh, asking for a doctor. And she's like, she says she needs that phone call. And it's Winston Churchill calling through the time vortex. But the TARDIS knows how to reroute it. And uh, she returns the phone after being told some crucial information and says to her guard, oh, it's a, is it your first day? She apologizes, gives him a little snog and the alarms then go off. And we see our guard pointing a gun at the cell, but there's no river in that. Much like in the uh, Time of Angels episode as well, that we see the same hallucinogenic lipstick. And he thinks he's pointing a gun at River, but it's just a, a stick figure with it with some curly hair with a speech bubble saying bye. Love and it. I love, love that running theme. It's like my favorite thing in uh, in series six. They have the same thing. It's like it's River Song. She says she's packing to a planet called America, and I, I always love the inclusion of the Stormcage guards. But then we go to the same year to the Royal Collection, where River Song is on not the Byzantium, but the Starship UK, the 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 first real space adventure that Amy has in the second episode of The Beast Below, and River steals the painting. And Liz 10 from that same episode points a gun at her and River then mentions her adventure with the doctor and the, and the beast below. And it's like, oh, oh, okay. I understand. Just show me the painting to which the queen sees and she's horrified. So then River, there's a lot of, and then, and then, and yep. then, and we've, we've not even got to our, um, to our, to our titles yet. Nope. But then we get River speaking to Dorium from, uh, Everyone, like the main inclusion of him is in the next series, but our big blue friend still has his body. Uh, yeah, still has his body. He's he's definitely got ahead of himself. I remember uh, that. Yeah, yeah. The the man who will shout Doctor Who and make every nerd yeah. scream. And uh, she says that she's looking for a way to time travel. And he offers a vortex manipulator off the wrist of a time agent. That and, was a uh, nice reference. Yeah. That a was nice, just, nice reference. Just subtle enough. Yeah. And uh, River's way of bartering is to plant tiny little explosives into his wine. And the only way that she won't let it explode is if she gives it to him and she'll give him the antidote. 
And then we cut straight to Alien the TARDIS underneath the console, looking at the same ring that turned out to be Rory's. And uh, the doctor's like, oh, let's let's go on, a, on another adventure to planet one, the first planet to ever have been charted with a cliff face of diamond that's never been translated with its message on it, but the TARDIS will translate it. And as they go, go outside to see it, it's been graffitied with Hello, Sweetie, the River Song calling card that we we love to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. This thing. I'm trying to get through this as quick as I can, oh. and I can't because there's so much. Uh, but the coordinates uh, on the cliff face lead them to Roman Britain in the second century. And Amy says to uh, the doctor that this was her favorite topic in school: the invasion of the hot Italians. And we find out that Rivers used her lipstick again to uh, make the the Romans think that she's Cleopatra while she's in disguise. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And uh, River then, after a, uh, after a little to and fro with the doctor about, oh, you didn't pick up your phone, shows the painting from Vincent. And to everyone's horror, it turns out that it's the pieces, it's the TARDIS exploding and probably one of the most iconic uh, Doctor Who pieces of art. I had I this, guess I the, had, yeah. I had this poster on my wall. I did. I got to see the actual one, um, the, the film and uh, sci-fi museum in uh, Milton Keynes if you're in the UK near Milton Keynes I recommend you go cuz they have a whole section of Doctor Who. Yes, but I got to they have I got to buy a mass produced cheap paper copy of this. Oh, but just you wait. <laughs> I got to see the actual one and I got to see that one piece of the TARDIS that the Doctor pulls oh, out of really? the crack in time. Yes, oh, they have that cool. right underneath it. That's it was cool. re- it was so cool. Yeah. Uh and then we get our titles after what feels like like 10 minutes and the the pandorica opens by stephen moffat and then we go to the dr amy and rory riding to stonehenge as they sort of explain their whole plan and and why they're they're doing the last time they saw each other was was the byzantium where she said the the pandorica will open yeah and we and we do a little cross-cutting so first they're riding we're like why are they riding why is it panicky and of course we're back to the romans and and our fake cleopatra and it's all bathed in this orange light and then we cross cut again and we get bits of the story in between this these moments of panic and the the, the whole horse ride over is very non-verbal it's just it's just shots of of concern with occasional some like j cuts on the uh on the audio so we know where we're going um effective it's not too often i get to kind of credit this this editing style of 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 a doctor who episode but but i really liked this Mm. and uh the river says during this the title much like the episode is called the pandorica opens vincent has the coordinates they go to find it and my favorite thing while they're on horseback is none of this was obviously done on horseback it was just a truck that they sat on with a with a saddle (laughs) to which um karen gillen said that was the weirdest thing she's done in her career um (laughs) a couple years later karen gillen would shave her head and make herself blue for guardians of the galaxy yeah i like her track record um but they arrive at stonehenge where uh ever where river and the doctor say that no one really knows how it got here and they theorize that underneath here might be the pandorica and uh River scans uh, to show that there are the energy weapons underneath uh, that have been fired at the spot that will then tell them 
that the Pandora is here. And there's an under, an underground that they open, uh, an under henge, I think the doctor calls it. And we just get a, a time skip to nightfall. And River has devices placed uh, that move all the stones. And uh, the Pandora is actually there, despite the fact the doctor saying to her in the last time she saw her that the Pandora was just a fairy tale. And then he tells us what the Pandora actually is. Yeah, it's interesting that when everybody's yeah. looking up at Stonehenge, that uh, the true answer is what's down. And that yeah. felt like the most Doctor Who thing, and nobody said it. Oh, yeah. Like, that would have been yeah. the perfect thing. Why build this up so nobody looks down? And it would have been, <laughs> been perfect. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they didn't. So, yeah. Uh, but, Moffat, yeah, Moffat I'm, I'm, I'm available. If you get back into the writing <laughs> game, let me know. Uh, the doctor says, tells us the Pandorica was a, a prison to hold a, a goblin or a trickster or uh, something that soaked blood in billions of galaxies and could never be reasoned with and would drop out of the sky and destroy your your whole planet, which in retrospective, I, I love the the I wouldn't even say bait and switch because this is just very, oh, very clever foreshadowing. It's just a really clever yeah. um because the story ends up being largely what's in the box, and ah. um, and and you were expecting something to be in the box, and then surprise, mm. <laughs> no. Uh, but then Amy pipes in and says, "Oh, it sounds a lot like Pandora's box." My favorite book is a child, and the doctor starts to think maybe something's up because it's a uh, never ignore coincidences in uh, uh, in in case you're busy and ignore it so the doctor ignores it because despite two of amy's favorite things being in the same place there's still more to go on so while scanning the pandorica and all the surrounding area river finds that all the stones placed around the underhenge are actually uh transmitters and it's the reason that vincent was able to hear it because he could he uh, see and hear other things so he's able to hear the transmission through all of time and space which also meant that loads and loads of other creatures would also be able to hear it. So River boosts the volume of the transmission to hear who else is actually hearing it. And we get Daleks, which is okay. The doctor can handle a couple of Daleks. Then Cybermen and Sontarans and Slavines and Draconians and Vanestine and blah, blah, blah. I, I did catch is, the Atraxia in there. And the Atraxia. I think that there's a load of other ones. I wouldn't be surprised if they're... I think, yeah, they say Zygons as well, yep. I think, and a yep. couple others. Pretty much if we've heard about it since the reboot, they're there. Yeah. I think they reference a couple of older ones, oh, but I might, don't know. I wouldn't pick up on them, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then they go up top and all of the ships surrounding Earth's atmosphere and Ian's favorite part of this episode is about to happen, I assume, because uh, oh no, not yet. Mm. I've still got a bit of time before then. That- uh, and the river river says to the doctor, you know, everything that has ever hated you is going to come for you tonight. And the doctor says he's got to plan up his sleeve, which is the best fighting machine in the history of the universe, the Romans. So River which was, goes back, which was to, nice yeah. because she thought it was the Daleks or something like that. No, yeah. it's the Romans. So uh, Rivers sent back to appeal to the Roman commanders, but the real commanders arrived. And the the unfortunate thing for River is Cleopatra's been dead in Egypt. We're in Britain and she's alive. So uh, River then compares the Romans to slaughtering barbarians because she comes from 
they come from a different place than the people they pillage. And this time they're the real barbarians for the people that are in the sky. And uh, before anything else can be argued, a mysterious centurion volunteers to go back with River. We see the centurion just shadows the entire time. Mm. Ooh, a mystery. I, I wonder who it will be. And meanwhile, back at Stonehenge, the Doctor then monitors all the Pandorica and its force fields. And Amy has uh, one question, which is about the engagement ring. And uh, who was for in the Doctor's only responses? It was a, a of a friend, but, but they're gone now. And Amy assumes that it was a woman and well, asked well, if she was nice. Well, there's this great speech about you, you don't yeah. really ever forget people if they're there with you. If you try yeah. really hard, you can bring them back. And mm. we're with the doctor on this. And it's, it, I mean, it's, it's the beautiful, of, it's the beauty of using dramatic irony, which is where we know more yeah. than a character does. And so we know what the doctor knows. And so the whole time he's doing the speech, we're trying to will her to remember Rory Williams. And she doesn't. Yeah. And it breaks our heart as much as alongside breaking his. It's a really nice way they've sort of positioned the audience in this. Yeah. And it's, a, it's also a nice way to make everyone remember that, Rory Rory can't come back as far as we know because it's still <laughs> making us think he's he doesn't exist anymore. And um there's the there's a moment where the doctor's like, can I tell you the truth about why I I took you away the the, uh, the night that I took you? And obviously it's no longer the night before her wedding. And he's like, well, yeah. you just a house with too many with too many rooms, this big empty house. Does it just ever bother you that your life doesn't make sense? And before she can properly respond there's a laser fire which again is good for us because we don't really ever ask that question either we kind of go huh and just so you guys to think about it then we get distracted just like amy gets distracted and again now we're on the other side of it so some stuff we're privy to and some stuff we're not it's a great balance I think it was even something that I might have said in the eleventh hour. That was like, "This house doesn't make sense." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh no, I totally get. I get. I get why it doesn't yeah. make sense yeah. now." And I'm actually, I'm, I'm really proud well, of that well, accidental seed that I put there. Well, I made fun. I said, "Like, who's who's watching this little girl? Why are they not? Yeah. Come on, people would people would notice this." And of course, yeah. completely oblivious to uh, to what happens later in the series. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a Cyberman, because before I completely forgot to mention, as they go into the Underhenge, there is a Cyberman head just left there. Yep. And, and uh, the doctor also, see- yeah, the doctor sees a, a Cyberman arm and uh, they go to hide behind the Pandora and the doctor's plan is to sh- uh, jump out and say, look at me, I'm a target to try and figure out what it is. Sees that it's uh, the cyber arm firing and. Due to all of the cracks, Amy doesn't really remember what a Cyberman is, so he just says, "You know, it's a it's a cyborg." The blah blah blah. It, you're an organ donor that's uh, not volunteering, and uh, he then says to Amy, "Do the same thing. Run out and be a target." While I use the sonic screwdriver, he jumps on it after it's distracted. Um, he tells Amy to stay away because it could be bluffing, and Amy gets annoyed. And as Amy sort of leans back a bit. There's some wires from the Cyberman head that was crawling towards them. And she, uh, before the doctor can do anything, he then gets electrocuted and stunned. So she's on her own. And we get just a, a bit more of Amy struggling. The, the head opens up, reveals the, the last tenant of the head. The skull falls out. 
Uh, Amy throws their head away, gets hit with a stun dart that makes her start to sort of uh, not hallucinate, but go a li- 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 little sleepy. Yeah. And um, she runs into the into the sort of the side chamber of the area, locks the door. And before she can continue to hide, a sword bursts through because I forgot to mention uh, the Cyberman found its body. Yeah, and it's got its head back on, so now it's a serious thing. And has escaped from the... Oh, that already happened, yeah. Yeah. The skull fawn. And, yeah. yeah. And uh, a sword bursts through, the door opens, and we see that the Roman that saved a- uh, Amy was Rory Williams. So Amy faints. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, Amy faints at the sight of Rory. I don't think Amy knows who Rory oh, is. Oh no, she doesn't. It's just very well timed. Oh, okay. Yeah, she the the dart like properly kicks in and she passes out. But oh um, yes, that's it. Yeah. The doctor then wakes up and enters the same chamber to see the uh, see if Amy's all right, and he doesn't realize that it's Rory yet. But oh, he kind of this does. got old about four seconds into a joke they went <laughs> on for like three minutes with. Yes, this, I know, Rory. There's oh. something strange, Rory, but I just can't realize what it is yet. Have Rory, you ever had something, Rory, that's Rory. like Rory? Rory, have you ever had something that's like so obvious you just can't put your finger on it? When I was 10 and watched this, I thought this was like the height of comedy. <laughs> of watching, comedy. watching this like 12 years later, it was funny for a bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goes on for a while. But uh, this is that like. How much better would it have been if he was like, sup, sup? And that was it. He like yeah. no sells it. We're going back to work. Yeah, we're going back to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Rory, what are you doing because here? Because we're, expect- <laughs> we're expecting yeah. a big reaction or we're expecting him not to realize. You know what we're not expecting? Him to just go, hey. Stop. You're back? Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> the doctor is someone who has seen Gallifrey be destroyed, return, be destroyed, return like seven times at this point. Yeah. The doctor's also seen the master be destroyed, return. Yeah, this uh, yeah, I, I would ha- be I'd be on face. I, I, I gotta go. No, I gotta go a bit more with this. Because this is the doctor who just had the conversation about the ring. And if you remember someone hard enough, they will come back. It's the doctor who is trying to get Amy, you know, Amy. You know, Vincent says, you look sad. She goes, I don't have no reason to be sad. And the doctor looks guilty. Like everything within Mm. the internal logic of the story that they have been trying to tell was thrown away for four minutes of, oh, I don't realize that you're back, Rory. (laughs) Uh, Pay off a long-term storyline. There's this line of comedy that uh, Smith's doctor always treads. And there yeah. are points where I think both Moffat and uh, Matt Smith don't know where's too far. Because it's this sort of almost like childlike goofiness, which is like parody. I picked up on this episode for years. I've gone, what is this energy that sometimes Matt Smith evokes? And it's probably because yeah. we just watched Vincent. It's Bill Nye is what it is. There's a Bill Nye quality to the way he sells or orates some of his lines. And I'd be stunned yeah. if there wasn't a conscious decision to um, try and emulate or, or if he was inspiration or something along that yeah. line because there's something very Bill Nye in this. And I think actually when Matt Smith gets older, that'll be the kind of actor that he turns into is those sorts of roles. Yeah. Yeah. I think even now, like when he's serious, he still he has that kind of quality. I remember, um, I think there's there's a scene later on where because he's he always plays like the 
the slightly wacky old man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the whole thing. And it's it really shows later on. But I think this is that sort of parody. But anyway, after after that massive uh, bit of bit of comedy duo that I don't even think um, <sighs> Laurel and Hardy could could top in in sense of quality. Where to, um, where to keep they, the where to keep the references current? <laughs> yeah, I, I, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn themselves. Here we are. Yeah, I was like, what, what current like modern day duo are there? And I, my my brain was like, Ant and Beck. No, no, no. One, See what Laurel and Hardy is the yeah. is the duo of the people. Everyone knows Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, of course They're they still relevant. Yeah. Um, but they have the 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 little conversation after the doctor realizes, and he's like, Robert, you you know you died, right? He's like, Yeah, I, I know. I don't understand it either. This is this is, doesn't make any sense. And before they can properly go into it again, they're interrupted because now the spaceships are descending and the doctor's ready to say his back arching speech about, oh, I yeah. am talking, do the smart thing, let someone else try. Oh, you whizzing about up there wanting the Pandorica. Well, today is the day that someone else gets the Pandorica. All of that. And this is our uh, Matt Smith big speech of the week. Big speech. And uh, the, our next big speech will be less shouty, but just as rambly. And uh, the doctor then says, well, I've got an extra hour. And all the aliens start bickering over which one of them uh, should be the ones to go down. And Rory and the doctor return to the Pandorica. And Amy's now awake. And the, the doctor even says to Rory, you're going to have to be really brave right now. Yeah. Because... Amy doesn't remember him. No. He's, she sees the doctor. She does her, ah, I'm okay. And she's like, ah, oh, love a Roman. That's great. Good job with your sorting. And she just goes upstairs to hang out with more Romans to look after herself. And yep. Rory is devastated. Yep. And the doctor's like, ah, shut up. Here's the engagement ring. Go after Amy because you, you can do it. And it's this, I really like the way their relationship um evolves in these two episodes sure because there's there's a there's nice sort of respect between the doctor and i think just major guilt as well there's that there's also the fact that you know it was a love triangle it was all sorts of yeah. stuff yeah and uh meanwhile river is uh has been tasked by the doctor to uh wonder and see all the next plans what they are so uh she goes to the tardis and gets the equipment and as she takes off, something's not quite right because the TARDIS takeoff sound sounds like my toy TARDIS when the batteries were dying. It's just. And right. we, hear the cloister, <laughs> we hear the cloister bells and uh, the TARDIS is taking River to the 26th of June, 2010. Uh, the day that the episode the, the second part would come out yeah so we, i guess as much yeah yeah we're re we're really topical and uh it's the date of the explosion of all the cracks in time and space as we're told and as she leaves the tardis to investigate the the scanner on the tardis cracks the same way as the crack in time and for some reason that i still don't understand <laughs> otherwise just for us as the we, audience already know the I'm going, over yeah Silence will get, fall. Silence will fall. Never understood that. No, never will. That's a good point. Um, and uh, 
river vences there are all these strange landing patterns on the grass of alien crafts in in amy's yard and she goes inside but the door's been broken open and uh, in Amy's room, we see that she has a book on Roman Britain, the book on Pandora's box. And there's also a, bo- a photo of Amy and Rory together. Beep, in the- beep, beep, beep. Garbage, garbage, hot garbage. In- <laughs> oh, sorry, I've got, I've got an alarm set up for when the story writing goes shit. Uh, basically, <laughs> it's, if Rory's been forgotten from existence, why is there a photo of him on Amy's desk? No one knows. Why is there a photo? He should not exist. Everything else. You know what? You know what? Who's this what? picture of on my desk? I don't know, but I'll keep it. You know what would have worked if he was in the book? Because all the yes. Romans that we've seen are in the text. They're in the book. But then we go, we also been a Rory. Like, wait, what? No. Just to give us all the red flags that something is wrong. But at the same point, ju- just give me this. Give me this one thing. This is such hot garbage. How did they do this? Like, I'm trying to make sense of it, because I I will be honest, I have a little bit of a scream later on that I know I'm coming to. But but at this point, this is, look at the red flags. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. And again, I know it's not been revealed yet. We can remove the flipping stars from the sky, but we can't remove Rory Williams from a photograph. I know that, like, we haven't revealed that Amy's River's mum yet, but why is she referring to Amy as Amy? I don't think River knows, does she? Yeah. Does River know? Yeah, I swear she does. Oh. Wait, wait, does River River know at this time, though? I'd assume so, because this is when this is uh, River says that she's married later but on. But this, this is the genius. This is the genius of the River Song might be the great as much as Alex Kingston and River Song occasionally get on my nerves. The creation of River Song is the coolest thing ever because it's someone yeah. else moving in in nonlinear fashion. And so everything I want from a Doctor Who, where you meet different people with different iterations of a doctor in different perspectives, this is what I want from Doctor Who. And they've done it like once. With all the Spider-Verse, with all of the multiple universes coming together, why can we not get Doctor Who alumni to pop up in each other's stories? Wait, no, I just realized. Yeah, no, she does know. She- because she? she was, yeah, she was Melody. She was, she was Melody Pond. Do, and do you have to, does she have to not tell them or else it won't take place? Is it one of these things? I, I don't know because River, because when, when Melody regenerates into looking like Alex Kingston, one of the first things she says to Amy, she's like, oh, mother dearest, you should know I was always going to kill the doctor. So like. She uh, yeah, she because she spent her childhood I growing up with Amy and Rory. She was a yeah. ch- she was a time lord. Yeah, <laughs> spoilers. Oops, <laughs> but no, I've that's always been a confusion, and I I, I, I derailed us for a bit because I, I need to get through. But that. Why is Rory Williams in the photograph? Yeah, why is Rory there as well? But anyway, after all these, how does River how does River Song exist? Magic. She should be here. To the TARDIS. She River be runs here. to the TARDIS. Tells the doctor something's wrong, and the doctor's like, well, what, what, what do you mean what's going wrong with the TARDIS? You know how to fly it. You're just doing it wrong. No, you taught me how to fly the TARDIS. River gets stuck all of a sudden, and the doctor realizes that maybe that these Romans think they really are Romans, the perfect disguise, and something will set them off. And uh, 
But what as, a, as he, but what a throwback to the first episode yeah. we've done. I mean, this is the the yeah. the what what were they called the the plastic collective the, or uh, the 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 autons the nesting yeah the nesting that's it yeah yeah what a, yeah. what a, what a, and a much better use of them than than pizza pizza you know. I remember the first when we did that first episode. I was like, I don't think we ever see the autons again. I was editing the episode, going, Ah, shit! Yeah, I totally We're gonna forgot. cover that episode. I totally forgot. So yeah, get up. Yeah, and it was it was a nice surprise. Even when I first watched it, all those many years ago, I was like, Oh, it's the autons again. Yeah. Cool, makes sense. Better use of them. And um, the as all this happens, River cuts off from the Doctor because the TARDIS is having a having a right old Barney. And uh, the the Pandorica starts making a, a a shrill piercing sound, and the Romans all start to fall asleep. And uh, Rory, at the same time, has been having an on and off conversation between the the scenes with Amy about, oh no, you know who I am. Why are you crying? She's oh, crying. You know why she's you're happy. Crying. Doesn't know why she's. It's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a really sweet actually pair yeah. of scenes, and we're and we're willing her. We're hoping she's yeah. going to remember. We really hope. And uh, Rory even is saying, no, I don't want to. And he's trying to sort of stop his turn into being just a full on Auton from happening. And Amy then realized at the same point of who Rory is. She's yeah, like, you're Rory Williams. Yeah, because he's screaming, I'm Rory. I'm Rory. He's like, Williams, you're Rory Williams, my boyfriend. Actually, your fiance, Amy. Um, <laughs> everyone always does that. They say girlfriend or boyfriend, yeah. but no, that. Their fiance's yeah. and um, she's like, "No, I'm staying with you this time." And he's screaming, "Don't do that! I, you need to go. You'll die if you don't." And um, this is then when the Doctor also gets caught by the Nestine Romans being dragged away, and the Doctor's asking, "Why is this going on?" And turns out it was the Daleks. But also, it was the Cybermen. So we see the Daleks, the Cybermen, the Sycorax. Imagine Avengers Endgame, but you yeah. hear on your left, <laughs> <laughs> and it's all it's the Avengers. All, all the bad guys start coming through all the portals. Avengers like, Endgame, but it's what? every single dead Marvel character. So yeah. We get we get to see Christopher Eccleston again. We yeah. like, yeah. oh. selfish. But we see, yeah, we see literally every single one. There are some here which I don't even know. Uh, we got Robo Forms, which were from oh, uh, the pilot fish from uh, David Tennant's first episode. The Hoiks. Wait, wait, was, wait, wait, David Tennant's first episode with the Sycorax. Oh yeah, but the pilot fish, the little robots that were dressed as Santa. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get the Hoiks, which was from the awful episode with peter k we get the terra pill which have never showed up in modern who so i appreciate that crazy deep cut um but the the reason that this is happening this avengers style villain thing is they saw that all of time and space was doomed and at the center of it was the tardis and the doctor so if we encapsulate the the doctor in the pandorica the tardis won't blow up blah 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 time won't be destroyed Nope. In three years' time, Doctor Who would say that this was the plan of the silence. Yeah. I hate this. And I'm going to go into this later on because it still makes no sense to me. Um, but at, at, as the Doctor's pleading not to be put into the Pandorica, Rory is pleading not to be turned into an Auton. And um, 
the only thing that can happen is is Rory pleads for her to get away. Is his body turns and betrays him, and he shoots Amy. His little Auton gun hand shoots her, and she dies in his arms. Yeah, I don't know and what this. I don't know when to do my uh, my um, my Rory rant. I don't know when that should happen. <laughs> uh, maybe not yet, but uh, I yeah. was. Like uh, it, it, it's it's good storytelling. Give me what me give me mm-hmm. what I want, and then take it away immediately. I like it. It's good. It's so yeah. good because it's 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 all the more tragic. This is Romeo waking up just after. Ju- so it's Juliet waking up just after Romeo's yeah. taking the poison. It's good storytelling. Um, yeah, and it's the right couple to do this with, and they've been hitting on all cylinders up until this point uh, with those three characters. Um, yeah, really, really, really yeah. good. And as it all slows down, the music starts to get emotional and sad. And Murray Gold just decides that he's going to destroy our hearts. Murray Gold. I don't, is this, is this near the end? Is everything, is this? Is yeah. It, oh, yeah. Yeah. So this final montage where we're jumping between the doctor, we're jumping between um, River Song on the TARDIS, yeah, and we're with Rory and uh, I almost said Kate. That's not the right name. Rory and Amy <laughs> Pond. Yeah. This is the. Cl- I sat here and went, "Dude, must have watched an episode of Lost before," because yeah. this feels like Michael Giacchino doing a massive season finale montage in Lost, where he would do this. He would jump between three or four uh, simultaneously occurring storylines and hit you with the emotional weight of everything going wrong at once and just this there was something in the tonality of the piece where the music maybe even superseded the images you were watching and oh i think so might be to my point murray gold's written some great themes this bit here might be murray gold's finest hour to this point for me on Mm. who yeah because it it's so helpless like this is the lowest point we can get. And the way that we're being shown, we've just seen Amy die in Rory's arms after finally, finally getting that gold coin it's taken away from us. River is stuck in a TARDIS exploding that we know is going to happen, is, is destiny that has been put into time itself. And the doctor's trapped in an unbreakable prison by all of the biggest enemies of the doctor and he's screaming he's saying that it's not me i'm here the tardis will explode you can't do it and they don't listen and have the the pandorica closes have we gotten to the bit where uh where river finally opens the door oh yeah yeah we're about she won't i can't open the door i can't open the door she finally rushes up she opens the door very similar to rory and amy where it's the thing that we've been told all episode this is what we want and she opens it and it's stone yeah oh and just i'm sorry my love and 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 just but the cinematography is perfect because you get a point of view shot of her opening the door and then you get the shot from the other side of 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 the wall but then it's the the whole oh it's 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 i and the way that the, the console sparks behind through this and like might, there's this split second where the focus shifts. This might be the most envelops. cinematic thing that Who has done yet as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a well-crafted ending. And uh, the only, the doctor's 
pleading. He's saying every every sun will supernova, every star will be wiped out. And we we pan out, we we see the earth surrounded by all these ships celebrating fireworks everywhere and the stars just slowly start going out one by one and the music as well the music is swelling and just yeah cuts. It just cuts i'm not so big on that i, I kind of felt like that was a really awkward cut out of it i like the signifier because they're I like silence, so. silence will fall oh, blah, oh blah, i guess blah. you're right silence will fall um yeah. maybe the, the music need to be a different point in the in the phrase but i guess maybe it's done for effect it, it fell a little bit flat with me uh maybe that's the intent um but yeah uh, let's not ask how the earth stays on its on its axis or on its rotation or any of that stuff in the next episode but yeah all the stars go out yeah the everything goes out and uh, probably the, one of the most helpless uh, endings Doctor Who's had. We, we've covered some like two parters where you, you nah, good, can't yeah. possibly think. And this is this isn't like uh, the Stolen Earth where the ending will get resolved in a second. This is one where you go, oh, I yeah, there there might not be a proper way out. Still don't understand the way out, but we're going to cover that in a second. Did they show uh, a uh, next week on? I don't think I think I caught that. No, no, no it just better it for, just says to be, be continued. Better for it. Yeah, because that's a complaint we've had I a few times. Fantastic. Is when like okay, you you believe him in some peril, and then you show me in the preview. Oh, look, they're okay. <laughs> so this is the yeah. I I watched an episode uh, last night actually a two part. It was um, Peter Capaldi's two part finale. They have that massive reveal, and then you're like, "Oh, how how will this get concluded? This can't be good." And then you just have the next time this 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 this, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, you, you really yeah, it you, for, sold you, it." You, you really got to like turn the channel as soon as it goes off yeah. to avoid that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now we get to our second part because we open in 1996. Should we do any sort of like a, ra- a rating on? Do you want to wait, leave, wait to the end for the rating on the first part? I, I don't need to do best part, but just yeah is is this an inseparable two-parter or is this still two parts Ooh. we'll, we'll, we'll yeah we'll, we'll separate them for okay. this because i think th- there is a ma- we're about to get into a massive shift in in terms of episode quality and okay. i i think i think in 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 all things this episode is like very slow and then it gets to like 30 minutes and then says okay we we have like 15 minutes left we need to cram a lot in. Okay. Uh, I will go for this one. I mean, for the first part of a two-parter, I might mm. be generous here. I'm going nine. Really? I lo- oh, dude. I mean, I mean, it is, it is a, a, an episode of, there's some, there's, there's some lulls. There's absolutely some lulls, mm. but when it hits, it hits hard. The whole opening sequence with what's going on with the painting. Fantastic. And I'm on, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah, I'm it's really interesting. Where it. are they going next? Here, are all these characters who I've seen all series long. This feels like an event. The return of Rory Williams. Forget all the other issues I have with it. The just the return of Rory Williams, massive. But Rory doesn't. Sorry, but um, Amy doesn't recognize him. Mm. Amy recognizes him. Oh my God, that's a moment. In the, but then she dies. What is going on? So, like, I talk about stakes. Big stakes, big, big stakes. Everybody showing up and the doctor doing his big bend my back speech into the air. <laughs> An all time, maybe Matt Smith's best speech he does in the history of a series. 
it might I'm be. I'm trying to think of any other big ones. Yeah. Maybe not. So, like, for me, this is equal to Matt Tennant. I could have done so much more. Not in yeah. the sense of importance, because that's a more important speech for Tennant. But as far as ability to orate, and it, yeah. it, 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 it's fantastic. So, you have that. And then you have, on top of that, this reveal that the thing that you are wondering about who's in the prison you are actually helping to open your own prison and every bad guy has made a an alliance against you which no one saw coming and oh, then we're God. left with just this wait what the bad guys win this is thanos at the end of infinity war thanos will yeah. return this is what this is and i love it when i love it when the bad guys win i love it when the doctor doesn't explain himself out of it this isn't the doctor's put in danger this is the doctor loses yeah and i like that so yeah this is a, a doctor who loses a lot he yeah. gives a, he gives a big speech and then he loses Look, everything that man he goes usually everything he usually does and wins he does and yeah. loses and I like that. So because it throws me and it gives me things and takes them away and leaves me with, like, there's not like, it's not like uh, Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back where Luke is captured, sorry, where, where Han is captured and Luke's lost an arm, but they're out there on the Falcon and you know they're going to come back. Like, they have lost yeah. in every conceivable way. Amy is dead. Um, the TARDIS is blowing up with a river song in it. The doctor's in the Pandorica as a prisoner where do yeah. you go from here now yeah it gets fixed next Sold week me, I'll be but, honest. but who cares nine and it only doesn't get to like i was seriously going at points is this a 10 and it's just some of the the eh, inequality in the middle of it that sort yeah. of drags it down like it the whole bit for like a bit the bit where you're fighting with a cyberman carcass and like like amy pond shaking a head to show we haven't come that far from the first episode really you know <laughs> <laughs> uh that's but 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 no i'm, I'm pure story and and magnitude uh, yeah nine nine mm. it's that it's that 10 minute lull with the cyberman fight and then you immediately also get the let's have a little bit of comedy between matt smith and, yeah. and, and arthur darva where he doesn't realize it's him it it, it brings the pacing down for a bit mm -hmm. because you've had this nice slow burn that's giving you so much information and that final 15 minutes even though i was like oh i don't know if it's good or not that final 15 minutes is so yep. so tense and i'm everything i'm like i want this i want that to happen everything i get my wish and then they destroy it yep. um even like the little the little inconsistencies with like river seeing rory's photo and all that but i'm the the ending the music alone i'm yeah it's, it's i'm going eight and a half because that little th those little pacing things are just a frustration for your finale sure and with that, I guess we get to the, the finale. Here we are. The big the bang. Finale. The, the big bang named such for, for two reasons. One, the big bang two, the doctor creates, but also Stephen Moffat came out and said the re one of the other reasons he called it that is because the real big bang is what happens off screen after the episode. ends. jeez. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, this is a guy who like, I don't know if I said it on this, on this or not. But um, he and Russell T Davies had like this ongoing joke where like, can we write a title for an episode where the acronym can spell something rude? So the second part of the library episode with River Song in series four was originally going to be called a River Song ending, just uh, so the acronym was... could say ass. Yeah. All right. But 
I, I, so, sometimes you, know, you wish sure. you didn't know too much about the creators and your heroes. And Some, all this sometimes stuff, you know? I don't. Sometimes I do. This is one of those middle things where my, my life could have gone either ways. Sure. But it's 1996 and we get a... a, a a reimagining of our first scene with Amelia Pond in, in the 11th hour I where she's love any time anything yeah. does this when you go back and you give me something I think I'm supposed to know and you change bits of it also ever so slightly also the girl who plays little Amelia Pond always a win yeah always oh, a win yeah. she's so good so good is, it, is, this, um, her, is this her last appearance uh maybe yeah she- i don't yeah i think she's a bit too old because there's that bit when matt smith's regenerating and you have like a girl that vaguely looks yeah. like little amelia running i don't think that's her if they were smart they would have filmed some stuff in preparation yeah. for that yeah i want to check i whenever i click the amelia pond link it just sends me to a i'll tell you I what tried. you go ahead and talk and i'll see if i can find it yeah uh but she's she's in her room again praying to santa claus and uh, she thanks Santa for mending the crack in her bedroom wall. And she's like, oh, thank you. I think you might have sent uh, sent someone to help, like a policeman. And she thinks she hears something for a second, looks outside, and there's nothing. And we get a little bit later, and she still has a psychiatrist that she needs to talk to. But it's, it, this time, it's not because she dreamt up a imaginary friend called the Raggedy Doctor. It's because... She believes that stars are real and there are no such thing as stars that her aunt Sharon tells her and her psychiatrist too. And um, later in the evening, Amy, little Amy's upstairs and she can hear the psychiatrist and her aunt uh, talking and she's like, oh, I, I don't want her to be involved in one of those star cults. I don't trust that Richard Dawkins, Richard Dawkins, who would go on to uh, who would marry Doctor Who alum Layla Ward, who mm. is uh, Romana from Do- uh, Doctor Who, one of my favorite Doctor Who companions. Yeah, isn't, a, isn't she, don't people kind of don't people kind of crap all over her? I I don't know. I have this thing where I I grew up really liking the relationship between Four and Romana, and is like Romana has always been like an on and off thing. Romana two, eh? Romana one, fantastic. Yeah. Um. But uh, then as little Amy's eavesdropping, uh, a pamphlet goes through the letterbox uh, to advertise the National Museum, where there's a new a new thing with a Pandorica encircled in red by row. We then also see the, the sentence, come along pond. So something's definitely afoot. So Amelia takes her aunt to the museum and Amelia runs off and immediately... Um, sees the Pandorica, but before she does, we see some statues that look very similar to the Daleks that we saw, but covered in stone. And what I really like is because I knew this was coming, um, when they enter the museum, there's a poster and it shows the Pandorica, but also above it, the two Dalek statues as well. And I'm like, ah, yeah, nice. And um, as Amy's looking around, she's she's seeing the, the Pandorica and she's, she's got a drink in her hand and someone steals that drink before she can continue to drink it. But instead of focusing on that, she sees a note that's stuck to the Pandorica that says, stick around, Pond. And uh, Amelia then hides out in the museum while her aunt runs around looking for her, screaming for her. And 
if I was her aunt, I would see the um, the post-it note that would say stick around pond that Amelia doesn't steal from the Pandorica. But um, the museum's closed. Amelia uh, steps out of the penguin uh, room, apologizes to some fallen penguin statues and puts her hand on the Pandorica and it starts to glow because something I didn't realize, they didn't say it in this first part, but the person who touches the Pandorica, uh, they can open it if it's got their like DNA, DNA imprint. Yeah. So the reason the Pandorica opened eventually was because of the doctor. Uh, but because little Amelia touched it, it meant that it would open it up. And as the Pandorica opens, we think we're going to see the doctor, but instead we see Amy Pond, who tells us and little Amelia, okay, this is where it gets complicated. And then we get our titles. Yeah. Nice yeah. little hook at the beginning. Nice little hook because we're expecting something and all of a sudden, and, and Amy looks cool and all this sort yeah. of stuff. So yeah, uh, another good, strong intro. And we have another event. We have young and older yeah. Amelia meeting each other, which is a yeah. uh, fun thing. And uh, then we go to back in 102 AD, the Auton uh, version of Rory is holding Amy's uh, dead body and saying, oh, you know, the world ended. It means we weren't born. I guess that's twice for me. You would have laughed at that. And he's, he's asking her to laugh, just something, some crazy miracle to happen. And the crazy miracle appears, which is the Fez wearing 11th Doctor with his mop. And he's like, it's okay. She's not dead. She is right now, but not for me. Do this, do that. Take her here, take her that. It's all okay. And then he disappears, comes back no longer with the mop. And he also says, take my screwdriver, gives him instructions. And uh, Rory then, after all of that, goes down, uses the Sonic to open the Pandorica. And uh, everyone's confused. Yeah. Same screwdriver, just a different point in its timeline. Yep, releases the doctor. Um, yeah. There's a bit of banter. It's fun between the two of them, and yeah, yeah. the doctor gets out. And we also find out that because of what's happened, the fact that uh, the doctor wasn't able to stop the TARDIS from exploding, uh, all of the different aliens that imprison the doctor and bad guys they're starting to disappear because their races never existed so these husks are just remnants of their their once existence it's really lucky i know the doctor's like oh no the reason this happened that we're fine is because we're in the eye of the storm it's really lucky that no one else and it's gonna take it's gonna take decades for this to happen um my issue with rory let's do it now oh boy i can't wait well rory's not really rory rory's a a a concept of a memory so does 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 amy's memory give i mean i can even buy him with the idea that 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 rory's memory gives sorry amy's memory gives this consciousness of an imprint of rory but we are told this is rory it's rory in plastic but this is rory yeah there's I, even that scene later on where he's like oh i just needed to make sure there actually was you well rory. yeah and i i think the logistics of this get in the way and i don't care if there is a scene with a doctor and going welcome back rory williams like no you don't just decide to oh by the way rory's plastic and his finger guns now you know what i mean yeah. like 
Oh, it's 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 a stretch. Even by Doctor Who logic, this is a stretch. The worry that appears at the end, I still don't like. I'm I'm assuming this is the thing. Doctor Who does this great thing, and I say great very sarcastically. Of they'll have this earth-shattering reveal that you go, "Oh, my world's been turned upside down." Rory's an Auton, and they'll normalize it with moments. Yeah, then they'll then they'll say that, but later on in the episode near the end, Rory will be like, "I was plastic," so Rory remembers that. Oh, so hang on, the yeah. memories. Yeah, that's an issue. Yeah, that's a real issue. Maybe I'm really stupid, and it's really well thought out, uh, and it no. is that brain thing. No. But uh, yeah. no, I mean I can live with the idea that he wouldn't know, and it was, you know, when it gets reset he goes back to just normal yeah he remembers going through the crack and that's it but this is unless he was an autumn the entire time which has so many implications i don't want to think about yeah yeah let's let's Ethical. let's yeah let's move on uh but the doctor after coming out of the pandora asks where amy is and rory shows the doctor that amy's dead and he's like well no it's okay we can hang on we hang on, can on. Put- he says she's mostly dead Mostly dead, yeah. Tell me that's not a reference to the Princess Bride. Oh, maybe. He's not dead. He's mostly dead. And there's a miracle that can bring him back. It's got to be a Princess uh, Bride reference. It has to. Probably. Um, but yeah, their plan is to put them in the Pandora. And this is then when we get that whole, oh, your girlfriend isn't more important than the universe. And Rory punches the doctor like, oh, she is to me. Welcome back, Rory Williams. At- yep. Sure, sure. It, it's the Rory, I guess. There's um, the implication of this, I guess, we'll, we'll uh, see in like the, the Ganga two-parter with the flesh, but that's a completely different concept. Yep. Uh, but they put Amy in the Pandorica, put the Sonic in Amy's top pocket, and we, before we can go back to the modern day, uh, uh, the doctor's like, oh no, it's okay. We can uh, we can just use the vortex manipulator. Hop uh, two thousand years into the future, blah blah blah. And Rory says, well, someone's going to have to look after this. So Rory takes the vow to protect the Pandora with Amy inside it every single day for two thousand years. Yeah, yeah. I like this. You'll never sleep. Like you'll thing. never. You'll be bored yeah. the entire time. Yada yada yada. I, I, this I gets like him the to boy be who waited, the boy who, who waited. waited. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. I don't mm. know. Um, I mean, I always liked Rory, but this, this to me is too Rory. What am I going to do? I'm going to stand at her, like Amy on the pedestal, Rory being the, the, the doormat as per usual, even without yeah. her knowledge. Oh, I mean, it, it, it's, it's all right. It's all right. I th- yeah, for him, I think it's that whole. This is my penance. Like I will, I will endure this because of what I've done, and I can yep. somehow forgive myself. Uh, but back into present day for for them, back in back twelve years ago for us, um, the museum's completely empty all of a sudden, and Amy sort of catches up with herself. So she's like, "Oh, this is this must be 1996." I'm realizing that's not twelve years ago, but I got my times wrong. Fourteen and fourteen years ago. And uh, the, she looks around and she sees the because uh, the doctor imprinted uh, 
in her mind that uh, what she needs to do. And she sees this video about the lone centurion, the, the man in Roman armor who protected the Pandorica wherever it went for, uh, for 1,839 years. But after the blitz seemed to have disappeared and everyone assumed that uh, he died protecting the Pandorica from being destroyed during World War II. And Amy gets very sad. For about the length of time that Chewie disappears in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. And she gets sad and uh, the doctor then appears because he's used the vortex manipulator. And there's this, I gotta say, this is a, this is a cute joke where before the doctor leaves Rory, he says, whatever you do, stay out of. And the the next time we see the doctor, he finishes the sentence by saying trouble. And I'm like, cool. That's a nice little time travel gag. And um, turns out that there's a, the, the, restorative light from the Pandorica that healed Amy also healed the stone Dalek. So now it's shooting at uh, the doctor and the two Amy's. And as they look for cover, a museum guard appears out of nowhere, says to the Dalek, Oh no, blah, blah, blah. And uh, the Dalek goes to attack and says, Oh no, you don't have any weapons, but turns out his weapons are his hands. Cause it's Rory, the Auton Roman with his handgun. Shoots the Dalek in the eye. The Dalek dies for a little bit. And um, they, the two of them get to reconcile and have a kiss. and A whole lot of kissing. Yeah. We're trying to breathe, as the doctor says. And uh, little Amelia asks for a drink. And the doctor says, oh, you know, he'll, he'll get it eventually. He also <laughs> stumbles into a, uh, a Fez display. He also says it's, it's nothing but mouths right now or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Mouths today. <laughs> And uh, he stumbled into the Fez uh, display, puts the Fez on, and uh, the Dalek comes back to life, so they run away. And this time, the Doctor goes to block the door with a mop, but before that, Rory's like, oh, you had the mop and the Fez. He goes back in time, tells the old Rory, blah, blah, blah. They start to do everything. And, and this is really mess around. With this time. is like enigma fulfillment. We saw him with the Fez. Yeah. We saw him with the mop. And to us, he goes, oh, it's kind of the thing that Pulp Fiction did first and then showed us how it was done. It wasn't a time travel. That was to do with narrative structure, but yeah. still. And we go all, and so it rips us from our immersion. We go all, and we really enjoy seeing the payoffs for these enigmas that have been established. Yeah. And uh, the Doctor then comes back after everything, and uh, we also figure out, well, he asks little Amelia, how did you get here? And she says, oh, I, I had the, the pamphlet, shows from the pamphlets, and then... He goes and grabs a pamphlet, writes on it, puts it back there, gets the drink for Amelia, comes back, and here we have a bootstrap paradox. All right. Who 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 was the real part? Because the doctor only gets oh gives so a, Amelia. The, doc the, the doctor's only yeah. told to give her it's the same with the mop, but the doctor's yeah. only told to give her the pamphlet after she's received the pamphlet from the doctor. So yeah. so on and so I mean, we're about to have our own grandfather paradox in this thing, so such oh, is yeah. Can't, cannot wait. And um then as they, they go up the stairs, another doctor using the time vortex appears, falls down the stairs, and, you know, he looks half dead. He's been shot, we're assuming. He's still smoking a bit. He grabs the younger doctor and tells him something that we can't hear. And uh, the doctor then says to everyone, well, I've got 12 minutes left to live. And everyone's really confused. And uh, we the real... 
reason is because time is breaking down and they don't have that long left because even little Amelia's disappeared from reality, meaning that Amy doesn't have long left either, but we won't really cover that. Now, that's, this feels like we should give uh, an update here. She does appear yeah. in two more uh, episodes of uh, the series. She's, she's in Let's Kill Hitler, and she's in, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, she's in Oh, Le- yeah, because she plays the young one when, when we inter- get introduced to Mouse. Let's Kill Hitler and the God Complex, and then she has uncredited roles in The Angels Take Manhattan and Time of the Doctor. I'm assuming that might just be reused footage from previous episodes where you sort of put her in a flash or a montage but, yeah but still I don't, uh, she I would appear in two more proper episodes Manhattan. yeah i remember because she's used very well in um let's go hitler and then uh was the god complex that's very there's no dialogue but it's just face performance and, and she starts to age, i mean she starts to age considerably yeah, yeah. so it's, it's why you can't have her speak i, th- I think she she's about my age by the so by the time that like Matt Smith's run ends. You can't have her be like Raggedy Man. Goodbye. No, no, no. You can't do it. Yeah. Uh, but the, before we can answer any other questions about what's going on with time, where what's happened to Little Amelia, blah, blah, blah. We need to get to the roof because the doctors realize something and on the building's roof. Also, because a Dalek's chasing them, I think. Yep. And um, they go to the roof. The doctor realizes it says, you know, we're in the heart of the storm. Hang on. Hang on. The hang eye on, of the storm. Hang again. on. Hang on. Hang on. Wait, well, no, you've already done the bit where the doctor falls down, right? Oh, okay. Whoops. I was yeah. looking up the, uh, the, 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 the baby Amy Pond stuff. Yeah. So go ahead. So, okay. So the, 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 yeah. the, the, the carcass of the Fezless doctor is on the ground. They go to the roof. And uh, they see a giant sun in the sky. And the doctor says, well, that can't make sense because all the stars have supernovaed. And the sun's a giant star. So he gets uh, an antenna. Sonics it so he can hear what's out there and the sound that the sun's making is the TARDIS and uh, Rory with his good old plastic ears can hear uh, a, a, a sentence being said, just I'm sorry, my love from river song. And the doctor's able to somehow uh, time vortex manipulate himself to the TARDIS to rescue her. Yeah. Despite the fact that uh, it's everywhere and nowhere, it seems yeah. like, like time vortex can be he's not, he's, he's not just traveling in time he's traveling in space as well you know what i mean yeah yeah this is a, into the tardis that's the one thing yeah. that i always assumed you could never because if you can if if jack can teleport himself into time and with a vortex manipulator into the tardis why is he waiting for the doctor in series three ah uh, maybe maybe you have to know where the, where the tardis is maybe yeah, but, but yeah what's happening is that these things can do what they need them to do in that episode you know what i mean like the, never again the rules never are not again. the rules are not consistent no chop uh, off my hand doctor, in the first 12 hours yeah the uh the doctor rec- rescues river they get back down and river's like okay i have a serious question what's that on your head uh ha, 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 the fez. Ha, ha. yeah Amy grabs the Fez, River shoots the Fez. That's a nice double act, actually. One throwing, yeah. one shooting. I like that. It's almost like a really, really subtle reference to the fact that yeah. they have like a similar. Uh, they th- a, a, yeah, yeah, there's a bond. Yeah. A bond for the pond. Yeah. 
And um, at the same time, as they try and figure out what's going on, the Dalek that's also being healed elevates back up, starts to shoot at everyone. So they run through the museum and uh, they're saying, well, we can use the Pandorica then because the Pandorica has billions of atoms of the universe inside of it so they can heal it, which is why the Dalek returned, despite it was the fact it was erased from history. And um, the doctor starts to say his, his plan and saying that, well, we can, we can scatter the atoms of the original universe through uh, an undo, an event collapse. And right as the doctor's saying his plan properly, the Dalek shoots him and he immediately time vortex manipulates his way back to 12 minutes ago, falls down the stairs so he can begin his plan. Amy and Rory run off, leaving River to deal with the Dalek, and the Dal- uh, she tells the Dalek, oh, scan me, and the Dalek scans her, realizes who she is, and begs for mercy. Well, first it goes, you are a, this is my great Dalek impression, you yeah. are a companion of a doctor, you will show mercy. Oh, yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm River Song, you should know who that is, and I was like, mercy, yeah. mercy. Uh, and this oh, well, hang on begins... she says one more time mercy yeah. yeah and then we cut off screen yeah and this is like the the real beginning of the next enigma for the next series of what did river do that was so bad we get like the tiniest hint of it in a in the angels episode but it's like oh. did you kill someone a good man blah 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 and now he's like, oh this is something bad oh, okay I forget. Uh, so looking forward. Yeah. To it. Uh, downstairs, uh, Amy and Rory find don't find the doctor's corpse because the doctor's gone off. And River then says, "Well, you know, the doctor lies, even though the doctor said that uh, he died. So you know, that's not true." And they ask what happened to the Dalek, and she says, "It died." So yeah. River lies, and uh, it turns out so the doctor well, we, pretended we to don't die. Know that yeah. yet. It sounds pretty yeah. plausible. Yeah. Um, the doctor pretended to die so they could be decoised uh, for the Dalek, and he strapped himself into the Pandorica with the Time Vortex uh, manipulator, and he's going to fly the Pandorica into the heart of the TARDIS and explode at every point in history to uh, reboot the universe, as he calls it, a Big Bang 2. And um, they begin to say their goodbyes, Amy and the doctor say it, and he says that, you know, he, you, I took you because your life didn't make any sense. You were living in a large house with just your aunt. And he asks Amy what happened to her parents. And she just says, you know, she lost them, but she doesn't remember the specific details of what happened. And he's, he says, well, they weren't killed. They were just consumed by the crack in your wall. And they were eaten away through your entire life. And that's slightly why you can just remember them. And he says, well, when you wake up, you'll have your mom and your dad. You'll have parents again. If if she can bring Rory back, she just needs to focus and remember them so they'll come back. And they say their final goodbyes. And he pi- pilots the Pandorica through the explosion. River gets a text from the doctor that just says, Geronimo. And as the universe explodes... Ooh. I just thought a nice moment. I'm sorry if I mi- that I missed it when it happened. Oh, yeah was when River wants, um, when River tells Amy that the doctor wants to speak to her, and he doesn't want to speak to you, oh, and she yeah. says, 
he doesn't know me like that oh, yet or yeah. doesn't know me enough yet. And it's her maturity to be able to deal with that, even though for her, mm. this is uh, the love of her life and the spouse. Yeah. And uh, for him, uh, it's just not his time, and she's she can deal with that. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, just believers. Mm. But the universe is being rebooted again, and the Doctor wakes up, and he's he's in the TARDIS, and he's excited that he's he's not been erased, and he makes sure he's got everything. What is it with you people? I, I was like, erased. Era- is that how you say it? Erased? I you, don't know. Er- no, but you, you're not. Everybody else in this episode said erased, and I was like, yeah, that's well, what I'm confused. I have been living here now for a decade. Erased? It's 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 erased. It's erased. It's it's a much harder erased. <laughs> it's like you raised you erased me up. Yeah. Oh come on! I don't know. My the the accent makes no sense. I'm, I'm not this mad at you. I'm mad. At, I'm mad at the country. Yeah, I'm mad at the country. Yeah, that'll that'll uh, bode he- well. <laughs> he gets excited and he's like okay hands legs feet i can buy another fez um matt smith got really obsessed with that fez but and this is very yeah. fun and very re- re- reminiscent of when he first uh re- re- regenerates and he's he's sort of yeah. doing his sort of body part uh, eyes legs nose yeah. hair i'm a girl yeah that <laughs> and uh it turns out the doctor's in the tardis but there are two of him because he's just going through his past from a week earlier when he and Amy went to space, Florida. Boo! <laughs> oh, I love space, Florida. Jeez. We're never going to see it referenced ever again. No. Um, Wasn't there space Barcelona? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's like, what was it? Barcelona. It's the planet Barcelona. Um, but, uh, this means that cause he's going back in his timeline, hello universe. Goodbye doctor. As he says, he calls to Amy and she can hear him for a second, but she can't see him. And, uh, he starts to rewind further. And we go back to, uh, the lodger episode where Amy leaves the note, uh, for him under Craig's flat. And, uh, she can still hear him, but she can't see the doctor. And the doctor then sees another crack in the road that starts to seal itself. We go to the Byzantium from the Weeping Angel episode. And this is then when I think one of the smartest things Stephen Moffat has ever done in an episode of Doctor Who happens. Because when the Weeping Angel episode aired, there is a scene where the Doctor speaks to Amy. And in the scene prior, it's made very clear that the Doctor's... um, tweed jacket has been taken off of him by an angel so he's only in his in his dress shirt the close-up we see of amy talking to the doctor clearly shows his tweed jacket is still on him and everyone was like oh that's just a continuity error Mm. that's just uh i hope someone got fired for that blunder but it turns out no because this is he was planning for this yeah yeah this is the doctor from the episode we're watching now going back into his own timeline and tells Amy, you need to remember. You need to remember what you saw. Remember all of these things. And he starts to seep things into Amy's memory. And I, this is one of the coolest things, uh, smartest things I think Moffat's ever done. And um, the Doctor has one final trip. He goes back to the night that Amy waited for the Doctor and picks her up and this is then when we get the, what I mentioned when we did 11th hour where the doctor runs past the door 
and picks Amy up, takes her upstairs and says, oh, oh, you've got all this life ahead of you. When you wake up, you'll, you'll have a mum and a dad and you'll have a Rory. And did I ever tell you the story about how I borrowed or stole this TARDIS yeah. and it was ancient and new and the bluest blue ever. And he kisses her forehead and says, uh, have a good life. Love Rory. Goodbye pond. And he, he says he doesn't want to have to, uh, look through the rest of his life because he hates repeats. And, and it's not because we couldn't get Tennant or Eccleston back on the show. Oh yeah. I'm sure, sh- I'm sure it's also because they're like, Oh, well we can't get any old. I would have loved, I would have loved if you could see like a proper old school companion just for a second. Sylvester McCoy. <sighs> oh, a companion. You said, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. To be fair. I think, to be fair, I think McCoy would have been up for that. Think yeah, yeah, probably was. any of them would have been up for that. Um, but he just, he goes through and Amelia wakes up for a second, but just sees there's nothing there and goes back to sleep. And we go to 2010. It's Amy's wedding day and her mom comes in with breakfast, but that can't be because her mom didn't exist. And Amy's a little bit confused as well. It's like, oh, you're my mom. You're my mom. And we see her dad. It's her dad. Not what I was expecting Amy's dad to look like. But No, not at all. <laughs> He looks like um, there's this episode of The Simpsons where they have a crossover with that cartoon review review critic the guy. Critic, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just looks like yeah, that, but in like in real life. <laughs> and Augustus um, Pond, yeah, or good old Augustus Pond, who's accidentally got the same joke book as the as the best man. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like one of those like and, five thousand bit book. Yeah, the big old book of five thousand jokes. He just seems like such a nice guy. I'm sad we never see him again in any episode. Um, imagine him instead of Rory's dad. Yeah, that would have been that would have been sweet. Yep. But um, it's it's the wedding, and uh, just before Amy calls Rory, and she's like, "Do you ever? Do you just feel like you've there's something you've forgotten?" And Rory's like, "Yep." You just saying that because she's scared of me. Yep. Love you. Yep. And I, I like that. It's 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 a nice bit of relationship between them. Yep. And uh, it's the reception. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's the reception. They've um they've they've now officially been wed. And uh, Augustus is about to give his speech, but before that, Amy cr- makes eyes with River Song walking past the window, and she starts to cry very uh, softly. And Rory shows her a present, but that this she's time been because given. she's sad. Yeah, she's yeah. sad. Well, you're 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 Miss Miss Rory. That's good. No, no, I'm really upset. Oh, that's great. And Rivers given um, Rory and Amy a gift of the Blue Tardis diary, the the mystery of the diary, and she doesn't understand why she's been given it because all the pages are empty. It's a gift, and she starts to cry more. And as as Augustus properly says his speech. Amy immediately tells him to shut up because that's all the lines he's got this episode and she needs yeah. to have a big old speech about her imaginary friend, the raggedy doctor, because she remembers him. She brought her parents back. She brought them all back. She can bring him back because she remembered the story of the box, the bluest blue, something old, something borrowed, something blue. And as everyone prepares for nothing, the room shakes, the glasses oh. start to shake. Yeah. And the TARDIS reappears. I mean, the best line is when she goes, Raggedy Doctor, you are late for late my, for my wedding. wedding. Oh, I st- and she shot so well. Yeah. This is her biggest. 
speech. She gets two of them really in her run. Yeah. And this is the, and- fr- oh, it's so good. <laughs> There's this moment every time I watch her, I'm like, is she, is he going to come back now? Is there going to be like a beat? Cause I always expect it. it is it actually going to happen? And they, they leave it for just, just like half a beat. Yeah. And then everything starts shaking and the doctor appears and, uh, the doctor then introduces himself to everyone. He's like, hi, I'm Amy's imaginary friend. They just always get dressed. And Amy says the worst line I think she's ever said. Actually, no. She's about to say two awful lines right before this episode ends, which is, oh, you can certainly kiss the bride. Yeah. To which a, uh, Rory and everyone at the wedding yeah. can hear. Yeah. And... um. He's like, oh, I'll just leave the kissing up to the new Mr. Pond. And the doctor's now going to park his TARDIS somewhere else because it's time to dance. <laughs> and that's not a euphemism. <laughs> the doctor does the, the best bad dancing ever, which has been uh, labeled the drunk giraffe. Yeah, apparently that's how he actually dances and they worked it into yeah. the uh, they worked it into the dialogue. I love that. But I also hate that Matt Smith dances like that in real life. Yeah. Um, but I, Actually, you know who's yeah. friends? with um matt smith in real life is uh, oasis songwriter and lead guitarist noel gallagher and he was really? sharing a story about matt smith he says matt smith can hold his own but he says he'll be so hammered that he'll just like out of nowhere start shouting go west ham and then go back to his because <laughs> that's his football team and he'll just go back to like like being like passed out but that's his uh i love that <laughs> yeah so. i remember um there was a story james corden um had because he he was like he's like best mates with james corden so he went to his wedding and he got so drunk at the wedding that uh james corden's dad was like okay matt i think you need to go into a taxi and he put him in the taxi and between the time that it took him to give the money to the cabbie um matt smith had escaped the 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 cab run behind james corden's dad run back into the wedding and started dancing again excellent my doctor and um the after all the dance montages we get uh some slow dancing with amy and rory and the doctor says oh two thousand years mate good on you the boy who waited yep and the doctor goes to leave but before he does there's river at the tardis asking if he danced and we get a a question about uh the fact that river has uh has a wedding ring is she married are you asking? Yes. Yeah, so are you asking? No, I didn't. Are you asking that I, the, the whole thing of, oh, I didn't mean to ask you to marry me, blah, 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 blah. And there's the seeds of, they're going to get married soon. And she disappears after asking, uh, the doctor asks River, oh, who really are? And she's like, oh, you, you'll find out soon enough and everything will change. And she leaves. Sadly, and that's doctor- when everything will change. Yeah. It's a bit, yeah. it's a bit bittersweet. Mm. And uh, the doctor goes back to the TARDIS to get ready and, Amy and Rory burst back in saying, Oi, we didn't even get, and this is where the, the second, the oh, other yeah. terrible line happens of Amy saying, We didn't even get to have a, sh- a snog in the shrubbery. And Rory is like visibly annoyed at that. Oh. And then she's like, Oh, it's my wedding. It's our wedding. And I, yeah. I hate that. You yeah. do so well. They're doing yeah. so well. And um, the doctor's like, Well, Oh, I, I need to figure out because time and space still isn't fully saved. I need to figure out what the silence is. Oh, because they want him to take they want him to take a day or two off. Yeah. Now, again, you're a time lord. You don't. It's not like it's gonna run out. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you can. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, the doctor then gets a call from her majesty. We don't know which one about uh, an Egyptian goddess. That's loose on the Orient express in space. In space. Yeah. Yeah. We will come back to the Orient Express in space in like five years time with um, Capaldi and Jenna Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. And and Frank Skinner. I just remember Frank Skinner. Um, and the doctor's like, I think this is time for us to say goodbye. And the doc- uh, the uh, Amy and Rory agree goodbye. And Amy runs out to the door and says goodbye to Ledwith. And they all get excited. The TARDIS flies off for another adventure. And we see the TARDIS go through the time vortex. And the credits start to appear up. I like that ending with the credits. It's like, a, like it's just an editing thing, but I really like how they finish that to lead into credits. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan. That was the Big Bang. Yeah, it was a Big Bang. What did we think of the Big Bang? <laughs> um, another one I really like. Um, yeah, different reasons. Uh, it, it it builds towards a culmination. Uh, oh, I don't know. I mean, it's. Like Russell T. Davies, and I love Russell T. Davies, but he would have done some big extravagant thing where all the planets got into disalignment or I don't know. It just feels more nuanced with Moffat. When Moffat was on his game, I really rated Moffat as a storyteller. Um Mm. so you've got that and you know what this one feels? This one feels personal in a way that we didn't have to burn up a sun and put Rose Tyler on like alternate Norway in order to make this happen. Um, it was simply, I'm going to sacrifice myself. You're going to have to forget me um, to save the universe. And that's the sacrifice I'm willing to make. And there's something incredibly human and simple about, as weird yeah. as it is, in the makeup of all the scars will disappear. And but no, <laughs> at its core, it's a really simple story. I will sacrifice yeah. myself for the people who I love. And uh, then finding out that it doesn't, you know, just if we can imagine Rory as a plastic gladiator, we can imagine the doctor back into it. And don't ask yeah. why or how, because it's the usual answer, because you're special, Amy Pond, because there's no one like you in the entire universe. Okay, great, cool. Um, but it pulls and it hits the emotional beats that if you're invested in these characters over the arc of their season, the series, or even just this double episode, I think this should resonate with you. And we've been waiting for uh, Amy Pond to get married for, is it a series? Is it two series? What is it? Is it uh, one series? Yeah, since, since the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just don't know if this was the first or second series together. Yeah, the first. Yeah. Okay, so for like the whole year, we've been waiting for this wedding to take place as well. That dress yeah. has been hanging there. And she looks great, and it's a wonderful British wedding, and there's the emotional beats and the payoffs, and they eventually decide to go off with him as a willing three-pack to go ahead. That feels fun. That feels yeah. right. So it on feels a, deserved. Yeah. So although large part of it is almost a denouement from the story, and we had this cool like t- like time travel, you know, in the in in the museum kind of gimmicky episode at the start, it's and it dealt with stuff we'd seen before, but just ever so slightly different. I, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. Like my my issues aside with it, it if like you said, if if the first part is Infinity War, this is the end game because you yeah. get your time travel shenanigans and callbacks to everything, and you get. You do get your sort of ah moment of getting sort of your wish fulfillment as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You have, you have stakes that we built up don't don't hold true in the end, but that's okay. Yeah. They 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 let me feel the sting for a week, and then they explained it away 
you know, at least the show was already about time travel. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like there was there, and you can see the bits they they'd set up in order to make it happen. I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's a really enjoyable time. It's a good place to leave them for the, the yeah. break before before another a Christmas special and then another series. I think my pro- my problem with this episode is nothing to do with the episode. It's it's what they do later on, and it I I'm going to bring it up solely because everything that happens like during this two parter. Um, exists solely for a throwaway line in Matt Smith's final episode, and when we get to his final episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my massive uh, explosion about this. But is everything that's happened now, excluding what happens in the future, this is a really good finale. Yep, and it it encapsulates an entire series yep. so so well. Um, so I guess overall as well, best best element of of the two parter. Oh, of, of the two parter. Yeah, of oh, the two parter. Then it's it's the last five minutes of part one. It's 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 when Thanos wins. It's when Matt Smith yeah. gets put into. It, it's that trifecta of loss. Everybody loses. There is no hope. That's the best part. And a place that Mm. Doctor Who doesn't go to too often. So when they do have the nerve to go there, well-earned. And I don't know if you can do it as easily now because I'm really invested in four characters. And I don't know how often I've been invested in four characters simultaneously. When we get to Doctor Who and the guy who was in Little Britain, Matt Lucas, like I really couldn't care less what happens to Matt Lucas. Oh, I love Nardo. I love love that trio. but, but, but But he's like a quirk. He, like i don't have the yeah. human stakes in him right like they've yeah. been making me care about um river song and she's a mystery and so she's an event whenever she shows up and then it yeah. goes badly and you're like well she's kind of got like these doctor who like powers and she can fly as hard as but it's not working like is no one like you know even if she's lando and you know she's flying the falcon like lando's crashing the falcon you know what i mean like yeah. oh so i think it's that it's the idea that all four of them are feeling such different emotion. Well, um, it's pain, but in different ways. It's it's just really it's a place that Doctor Who doesn't go to enough, and really loved it. So that's my favorite yeah. element. Even like uh, recently, because up until the end of Jodie's second series, there were there were three companions. So we have a TARDIS team of four. This is a two part episode. I care about every single character and all the car- all four characters are so well written and they mingle within each other and they have good chemistry and their their existence makes sense to the story. And I really do like there's so much being juggled with the plot and then adding four characters. It makes sense and it works so well. I oh I didn't even say my my favorite thing I'm going to go I really it, it's the the weeping angel oh repeat. really oh wow okay yeah because it's so it's so clever the fact that for what must what i think was like two three months everyone was like oh doctor who made a big mistake how silly of them and everyone has that realization of we we've witnessed the final episode like four five episodes in then and you- it's so well done. Then you got to let me give honorable mentions to the two speeches yeah. then. Because oh, yeah, to, the two speeches are to, fantastic. To Matt Smith and to Karen Gillan for their two speeches, both fantastic. And Gillan, they don't let, they don't let the the uh, companions have these like, big moments too often. Mm. And uh, better than anything Rose Tyler ever did. Yeah. Better than anything Rose Tyler ever did. 
Um, there was something she did at one point where I forget what it was now. Where I was like, no, but Rose Rose Tyler's really good in this. Maybe it's the bit yeah. where she cries when uh, when when um, David Tennant disappears. Maybe it was that. Yeah, so I never really did rate uh, Billy Piper, but no, Karen Gillan in this moment better than anything because yeah. it's not about it's her calling the doctor back and ah, oh, it's so good. Yeah, I rate Karen Gillan's speech in this the same that I rate um, Frame Adjaman's speech uh, as Martha in. Uh, the final part of the master three-parter when she's talking about, Oh, I had one, I had one thing. I was never going to kill like blah. Like this is the doctor. I know him. I love him. All that is the same level of it's not, it's not the doctor doing anything. It's solely the companion. And they shine yeah. within that, within that little moment. I guess hers is story um, driven. Whereas yeah. uh, Amy's is, is mostly character driven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess uh, little grumble. What was what was the irksome? I think I know where this is going already. Oh, it's the double. It's 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 wise yeah. Rory in the photograph. You told me the universe <laughs> forgot he existed, ex- except for that one photograph. Oh, <laughs> look at this photograph! Every time I do, I hate you, Stephen Moffat. Um, <laughs> it, it's that. I guess in the second part, um, it would. Actually, I don't even know if I'm a, a grumble in the second. Oh, you know what it is? It's the Daleks unnecessary. The da- yeah, the Daleks. The Dalek who chases the, them to, is unnecessary. Shoot. Let yeah. it be a crisis of everybody's disappearing. Let it be a crisis of the Doctor. Something explodes. The, the Pandorica explodes. Something goes. You know, and he's got to he's going to pull his carcass into the pen. You don't need the. It just felt yeah. like we, we we just did this. And you got to be careful with Daleks because less is more. And this just yeah. felt like it's the finale. We need a Dalek. And I'm like, the stakes are already there, man. Like the universe is disappearing. So that's me. Um, I think it's just, it is just how little this has con like makes sense to the universe. Cause this is a massive reboot. I don't know where it begins, where it ends. Um, where do they when, want when it to? Re- yeah. When you're reestablishing, cause they're like, the doctor doesn't exist until this point in time. And my question has always <laughs> been, does this affect the entire history beforehand because no. that means yeah this is the thing because they they where where do they go they go because they use this i guess the lo- i guess the logic is if 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 rory can remember being plastic then the doctor remembers all his previous iterations yeah but this is the thing because then my question is like because they they spent a lot of this series i remember being like well how come no one remembers the daleks where it when they did the stolen earth episode and how come no one remembers the giant cyberman in the christmas episode beforehand and it's because well they were taken out of time and space does that mean everyone remembers because ah, that well, definitely isn't true the people, later on the people of london seem to have very short memories <laughs> yeah Especially because there'll be an episode later on where they have a very obvious looking Dalek and everyone will be like, oh, this is just, a, this is just a cool little robot thing. Hello, robot thing. <laughs> Hello. You're not going to kill me. Oh, no, they're You've killing killed me. me. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I can't wait to do resolution. But no. Um, yeah, it's the continuity of everything. I think the continuity is never established and it's so crucial that yep. it's it's so sewed over and the fact that then later on it will be used for a throwaway line of oh it's the crack in time because of the silence and the time lord coming back when the doctor fought that like nothing makes sense 
and I love that and hate it. Uh, but I guess we just have to do our ratings really for the Big Bang. So what are you giving the Big Bang? You know what? I can't split them. It's 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 another nine. Yeah. Um, really, really strong uh, as far as what this is. I mean, I, I'm, I don't remember the series obviously nearly as well as you. And so I'm able to kind of probably be a little bit more just in this moment. And yeah. go, it, it, it finishes on, like, if you're going to finish a season finale, oh, this isn't the the Russell T. Davies take all your toys and smash them together thing. This just feels like a really earned character finale yeah. as opposed to a plot finale. We go, oh, look, Bad Wolf was spray painted everywhere. <laughs> no, this feels earned. This is about Rory and, and, and Amy getting married until she tries to, you know, kiss another guy at the, you know, proving the vows didn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 really okay with it. We know the River Song things picking up a gear, and yeah, I mean it's amazing how much love I felt for Augustus Pond, and I'd only known him for about yeah. two and a half minutes. He's so, so sweet. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, and and even the return of the raggedy Ed, the doctor and the mom going, we paid for psychiatrist. I'm like, yeah. it just in one of these regenerations or reimaginings, can Amy Pond get some decent family members? <laughs> who, who like who like don't well, think she's mental because every time they that think she's that mental we never see again no no so um yeah i, I it, it, it's a nine for me i really yeah. enjoyed it i i have that same sentiment it's it's very well like you said with um with russell t davies throwing all his toys together it's as, it's as if Mo, uh, moffat went to like the uh, a toy shop and his mom said you can only get one or two toys, but you have to make sure you cherish them. And he made the most of playing yeah. with those toys. Yeah, good shout. Good shout. He, he really made it worthwhile for that money, for his pocket money. And I really like that because if there's one thing Moffat does really well, it's making me care for characters throughout a series yep. and really establishing them. And this this story is the culmination of that. And I really like that. And even with like my 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 issues with continuity, I, that's that's me being a, a an Uber fan and not just enjoying the ride and like what we're seeing. And because of that, I'm going I'm gonna go eight and a half again because it's so it's so so well done, even with like my my little issues. Yep. It's such an enjoyable finale. I was surprised because I thought after Vincent. Uh, I was it was gonna be difficult for anything to come near that level again yeah. and actually we're right we're 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 right here it's not necessarily mm. I'd have to rethink about it but I mean it, it's close it's really close yeah. and um I guess there's been a standalone episode and then something that's 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 a payoff it is part of the over yeah. a bigger storyline so yeah yeah just really liked it so with that that just leads us into what our next episode oh, is and what this- are we doing? This this episode we we've had to deal with uh, the TARDIS exploding. Boom. So instead, Tactic boom. Yeah this 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 next episode we're gonna deal with the TARDIS dying and becoming a woman. Ah, oh, cool episode. Yeah, we get to have another great character episode. Wow. Like I said before, with the Doctor's wife, the personification of the TARDIS, Michael Sheen as the villain. Shut up, really? Dude. Yeah, he's, wow. he's he's House, Mr. House. I, see, I saw this once. Yeah. And really liked this it. Is, uh, yeah. yeah. Spoilers. It's, it's a yeah. good one. Yeah. It, it, I'm looking forward to doing it. We get some, this is like halfway through. Yeah, this, the, is, uh, this is where I'm back to going. If Tenant had only had Moffat's production values and stories. Yeah. Uh, 
because we get some tart like some we get to see the inner workings of a tardis gone yeah. wrong we we're halfway through the um the possible astronaut sort of arc about the silence and who the mysterious yeah. girl is yeah mysterious girl um <laughs> so we we've got tensions running as well and it, it, it culminates into this episode i really i cannot wait to do it an episode by neil gaiman as well shut up really yeah neil gaiman ah, that's cool we're getting some we're getting some content yeah we're getting so some, yeah some here <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. When, if you're listening to this the day of release, we will have had our episode of Django Unchained with Julene from the BFE Patreon. You could also take part because that was an episode she suggested for us. If you donate to the Patreon as the BFF of the podcast, you can choose an episode for us to watch at some point. Yeah, you get to choose and year. you get to join us on the yeah. air for the end game. Uh, and your rating matters. Yeah, we spent well, every Patreon rating matters, but if it's your episode, yeah. it, it really matters. Yeah. So, and yours will weigh just as much as uh, as mine, or as Liam's, or as Ethan's, or as George's. So, I recommend please do it yeah. because I need all the help I can get. The voices of reason. <laughs> we, I, I need some people <laughs> in my corner here. Uh, but that's really, really good. I mean, we spent over an hour with, with, with Julene. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just nice to uh, it's nice to engage with people. So if you want to, if, if you like this podcast, if you want to help support it, keep it coming at you. Generally, two to three times a week. Um, yeah. This is just one way which helps us do all that and make the show even better. I got a cool little piece of kit here. I'm holding it up for the camera so Ethan can see. I got a little oh, box sick. here. This will let me uh, put some musical instruments into the Roadcaster Pro. So I've oh, got nice. some. I've got some ideas for for some Ooh. stuff we can do with that. That arrived in the Excellent. mail today. Not using Patreon funds. Just thought, hey, here's something I can find. It's relatively inexpensive, and we can uh, we can maybe put a little bit of extra stuff there up there on the Patreon. That's Patreon.com/slash/bfe. We kept it simple for you. Yeah, and as well as that, you can maybe even join our BFE Twitter uh, group chat where we get to interact with all of you guys properly. As well as that, you can also follow us on Twitter at uh, BFE Pod or Best Film Ever best Pod, film pod best, on the Twitter. Best film ever pod but on it, yeah, Twitter. in the Patreon group chat, we were sharing pictures of pets today. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 we get to you, see all the cats. You get a little, I mean, for as little as three pounds a month, you get some behind yeah. the scenes kind of stuff going on here. So cats and one dog has made its appearance there. So yeah. yeah. As well as that, we'll have our episode of The Prestige on Tuesday. Ethan's Please, pick, no The spoilers. Prestige. Yeah, no spoilers. My, my first uh, pick properly pulling out the uh, one out the chamber yeah i think and i think this will forgive you for the wild i do yeah yeah, yeah. and there's also an episode uh, uh, a new cleared for takeoff that we've had on how i met your father how i met with, your father with georgia and ian going going in blind going in blind very fun, very fun listen yeah and uh, uh, and just one last thing on february 15th we will be yeah. dropping bfe quiz night our valentine's Ooh. edition uh, romance and romantic comedies <laughs> love is in the air can danny from it's a musical hang on to his crown or can one of his four challengers including patreon member the yeet meister and julene can they be one yeet. can they dethrone him i don't know I don't know. <laughs> Stay tuned to find out. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Who Do You Think You Are? I've been Ethan. And I've been Ian. If there is one thing I know about either of us, we will not be late for Amelia Pond's wedding. We'll see you next time. 
Allons-y. Why is he in the photo? 